hours a day. This is ICR.
my fat. Keeping you company throughout the day. This is ICR. Good morning, Ipswich, and welcome once again to the Crime Lab show. It's 16 minutes past 10. It is the 23rd of March 2021. You're listening to the Crime Lab show on Ipswich Community Radio. Thank you very much for listening and good morning to you all. So, um, today is a very special day. Um, Not for... Uh, the reasons you might think. Um, Today is exactly, exactly one year since the Prime Minister, Boris Johnson, uh, decided to place uh, the country on what we now know as uh, lockdown, stay at home, you know, hands, space, face, wash your hands, wear gloves, social distancing, and all the other attributes uh, that have uh, come with it. Now, um, as I say, um, it feels a lot longer than one year, but today is actually the day uh, when Boris Johnson came out round about, I don't know, probably about this time, um, one year ago, and announced that the uh, podium, or lectern, whatever you want to call it, Um, that he was indeed placing the country into lockdown due to COVID-19. So here we are, uh, one year later, um, hundreds, thousands of people um, dead, you know, thousands of people still sick uh, in hospital. Um, The infection rate seems to be hovering. I don't know whether it's up or down. One minute they say it's down, the next minute they say it's up. Um, long and short of it is, uh, I think it includes myself, people are are sick to their back teeth now of this uh, COVID situation. Um, The children have gone back to school. Uh, Those of us who could work have still been working. Um, I myself um, have just been out in the last two weeks a lot more uh, than I have been. Um, And I've noticed that People are just getting on uh, with their lives as best as they can. And if nobody told you, you wouldn't necessarily know that there was any lockdown because to me, the streets uh, seem busy. Um, Although if you walk into a shop, um, you're promptly uh, told to put a mask on. Um, We've seen that, uh, you know, when it comes to... uh, policing and stuff, um, masks uh, seem to be the big uh, bone of contention um, and large gatherings in public spaces and we'll get onto that uh, in a moment but um, yeah, people are, are just getting on uh, with with what they've got to do point I'm making is that uh, this time last year everybody was super nervous, nobody knew what was going to happen Um, And if you did venture out, it really was like a ghost town. Um, And that's across the country, uh, not just here in Suffolk. Uh, People were reporting that um, they could hear birds singing in the middle of the night and all throughout the day you could actually hear the birds. And I witnessed that myself. And it was simply because there was no uh, 
traffic um, pollution had got slightly better because we weren't using our vehicles. Um, you know, there, there were pictures of um, deer and stuff like that running across the streets in London simply because, you know, they'd ventured further than the parks simply because there was no obstacles nobody was about. So it has had um, a really dramatic impact uh, on, on everybody. Um, equally, um, I said people going back to work Please remember, um, there's hundreds, thousands of people um, that lost their jobs under the government scheme of, uh, you know, furlough and, you know, businesses just couldn't keep their doors open because they've got overheads um, and they just couldn't keep some staff on. So today's um, a bit bittersweet. Yes, uh, lots of things have happened. We've had uh, vaccine, uh, you know, sort of um, produced um, and and delivered in in record time and now being ad administered uh, also um, across the country and in most places uh, around the world although that in itself is plagued uh, by the latest scandal uh, last week um, the AstraZeneca virus um, could potentially be leading to uh, blood clots and uh, you know several European countries apart from us decided they were going to cease using uh, the vaccine until they knew more. Um, so that went on for a couple of days. Um, Prime Minister dug his heels in. He went and took his uh, jab also last week publicly. And then um, just like that, out of the blue, um, you know, European countries say, yeah, it's fine. We're, we're going to go back to using it. So they're back uh, to using it. So the debate over uh, vaccine and vaccines will always uh, be uh, continuing um, so here we are one year uh, into uh, covid it's um, and remember it's it's actually a bit longer because we were hearing about this uh, covid 19 from you know as far back as I remember it in November 2019 that's when we heard there was an outbreak uh, in China, in the Wuhan province, um, and as usual, you think, oh well, you know, that's out there, that's not over here. Um, but they were really, really worried, and they were telling us, you know, it's coming, it's coming, it's coming, and we sort of just didn't really pay any mind till round about January uh, 2020, uh, when you know we started to hear, oh, there is a case in. I don't know, Yorkshire or wherever it was. Um, and then the minute you heard that, oh, right, okay, well, they probably travelled to China and just come back, you know, very sorry for you, very unfortunate. And by the end of the week, then, oh, there's a case in London, there's a case in Wales, there's a case in Plymouth, there's a case in Ireland, there's a case in Scotland. Um, moving swiftly forward uh, by... You know, this time last year, the 23rd of, of uh, March 2020, um, it forced uh, Prime Minister Boris Johnson to come out and declare that uh, the country would be going uh, to lockdown. Since then, we've had, uh, this is uh, lockdown 3.0, so this is the third time um, we've, been, we've been locked down. Yes, there have been uh, gaps, um, but each time... Uh, the lockdown has got easier and easier and I think each time that has happened 
people have got less and less um, interested in what's really going on and just getting on with um, their life the best that they can. Not everybody is so uh, fixated um, with uh, COVID-19 anymore. Has that helped uh, cause you know the spread or the rate of infection? Um, which brings me on to uh, the policing of uh, COVID, which I've covered pretty much now. As I've said, today's a whole year, so I've been covering it for a whole year. Um, police being too overzealous um, or not firm enough or members of the public deliberately trying to flout the rules, um, talking about, you know, I've mentioned stories where people have left their home and gone for, you know, 300 mile walks and drives and stuff like that. Um, talking about, you know, it's their exercise or they've got to go and get essential. So everybody's been... Um, you know, if I can use the word milking it to uh, suit themselves. Um, we've had a number of protests um, over, uh, you know, the, the whole uh, calendar, calendar year, if I can call it that. Um, if you remember, you know, the, the George Floyd protest and the Black Lives Matter um, protest, we had all the statues uh, ripped down and so on and so forth. And because of that, um, the Home Secretary, Priti Patel, um, has been looking at some measures uh, recently and some bills, uh, acts of parliament um, that she is uh, very, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for, uh, acutely trying to push through um, and expediently, i.e. Uh, very quickly indeed to prevent, uh, you know, sort of mass gatherings happening uh, under the covid uh, rules if they believe that um, you know it's too dangerous for large numbers of people to to congregate and to gather um, you know they're, they're going to have uh, legislation to to address that now if you uh, follow the news and you remember uh, the story last week the story I brought to you was the story that was on every uh, you know front page newspaper for a number of days and that is the uh, disappearance uh, and murder of Sarah Everard um, who was then sadly found um, I, I guess um, very badly damaged uh, as the reports uh, suggested remains uh, were found and subsequently a serving uh, Metropolitan Police Officer Wayne Cousins um, had been arrested for her murder. Since then, uh, he has uh, been uh, further arrested and charged with her murder. I believe he has already made a court appearance, um, and at that court appearance, he was then remanded in custody, um, I believe, till about... October 2021 um, that should give the police and the CPS Crown Prosecution Service um, sufficient time to dot all the I's and cross all the T's and secure all of the evidence um, that will be used to uh, prosecute uh, this uh, serving police officer along with any other accomplice you will remember there was a young lady um, that was arrested um, round about the same time. Don't know if it's his partner or a friend, um, but she was also arrested uh, for assisting an offender. 
Um, I don't believe she has been remanded. She may have been released on police bail, um, you know, pending uh, further investigation. Um, but I have no information uh, on her whereabouts or what she is doing. Now, why this is important is because uh, a bill, um, as I said, is being passed um, and people wanted to, uh, you know, have a, a shrine or, or, you know, a memorial um, for Sarah uh, Everard, or uh, it's been called a vigil, beg your pardon, um, and, that, and that's what they wanted to do. So they, you know, they raised um, about, you know, quarter of a million pound um, in, in a few hours on a GoFundMe page. Um, there were organisers, there were security teams, um, all the rest of it, and people really went the extra mile um, to make sure it would be COVID compliant and all the rest of it. And they took it to the police and the police said, no, sorry, um, you're not you're, you're not going to do that, um, which obviously the organisers were very disappointed, but they respected uh, the decision of, of the police on the grounds that, you know, thousands of people, you know, outside standing shoulder to shoulder, although it is a vigil, wouldn't really be a great idea, um, given we're still in the pandemic and we're trying to reduce the spread as opposed to increase it. Nevertheless, um, as I say, the organisers um, said, OK, we'll take that one on the chin. But um, just Joe Public just thought, well, this, that's not really right. Um, I'd like to go anyway. So I talked like that or felt like that. You felt like that. And the man down the road felt like that. And the lady upstairs felt like that. And lo and behold, uh, by mid-afternoon, um, hundreds of people had then descended uh, onto the area in Clapham Common, it's, I believe it's called a bandstand, or it is actually a bandstand, and in that bandstand uh, people laid flowers and lit candles and stuff like that. Not forgetting, because I didn't really mention much about it at the time, but also Kate Middleton turned up. If you see um, certain clips uh, that are now across YouTube, um, she turned up without much fanfare. I suspect her bodyguards and close protection officers uh, were, you know, within seconds, uh, you know, of, of her moving, they would be right there. But she, she actually turned up, um, I think she lit a candle or read a card, uh, and she walked away also out, out of shot, and that was it. So, uh, you know, what ensued then were, uh, you know, a lot of pushing and shoving, um, police officers made uh, for arrest. Uh, there was a gentleman uh, who was sort of just mouthing off about nothing to do with um, Sarah Everard's uh, situation or, or tragic murder. Um, he was carted away. Um, and then there were some ugly scenes, um, police, male police officers pinning women down. And, you know, we've sort of covered this debate uh, last week. I'm just giving you uh, a, a refresher because, you know, um, it almost cost Cressida Dick her job uh, last week. She was very lucky um, to escape that. And I only believe that's because the Home Secretary put her in uh, an un unenviable uh, situation where, you know, she has been going to her and saying, look, we need to be tough on uh, COVID restrictions and how you, you police them. So when this event came up, um, you know, met and the commissioner sort of said, well, no, we're, we're being tough as we've been asked. And as much as it's, you know, painful to say no uh, to this 
situation, um, especially uh, since it's one of our officers that could be the actual murderer. Um, we're still gonna we're still gonna say no. So they've said no. Um, people have then turned up. It's left the police in a situation where the law is being broken. So police are there to uphold the law. So if the law was broken on that uh, event, as it was several times over, you, you cannot expect the police not to do anything. And those actions of, of the police almost cost uh, the commissioner her job for a whole week. It's been, she should go, it's pretty Patel's fault, it's this person's fault, and la-di-da-di-da. And it just kind of fizzled away uh, until this weekend, which is, you know, only seven days uh, later. Um, and as you would have uh, seen all over the news, um, there was a, a big um, demonstration in Bristol. Um, the uh, And I actually heard this on, online, and I thought, um, why are they protesting about a film that's 15 or 20 years ago? Because I heard the slogan... Kill Bill, um, and I thought that's you know that's a film with uh, Uma Thurman in the yellow jumpsuit um, doing a little karate ninja bit. Uh, I believe that's a Tarantino film. Um, never actually understood the the concept of it. Never really watched it from start to finish. Always caught you know middle and the ending of it on Channel Four or whatever TV channel it came on to. Um, and then when I dug in. A bit deeper I realized uh, they were saying kill the bill that's what the march uh, was called and people were chanting this kill the bill so people were actually gathering with the intentions and thinking of you know the bill is referred to, to police or old bill um, kill the bill that means you know kill kill the police now what we saw um, wasn't a peaceful protest. It was um, people deliberately um, intent on causing police officers harm. People who have um, no regard uh, for the law in any shape uh, or form. Um, numerous police uh, vehicles set on fire and damaged. Uh, I believe the police station um, was slightly breached. Um, part of that um, was damaged. Uh, 20 uh, police officers um, injured. Um, three of them have uh, broken bones. One in particular has um, some broken ribs and a punctured lung um, where it's believed that a protester um, managed to get him on the ground and then literally took a running jump and stood on his ribcage uh, that you know, fractured or, or broke his ribs, puncturing his his lung. Um, everybody saw it. Now, you know, two or three days later, I'm I'm talking about it naturally. Um, you know, people were coming out last week and saying, "Oh, the police are out of order. The police are out of order. They shouldn't. Have, you know, they shouldn't. Uh, they should let people protest. They should let them say and do what they want to do." Um, now, this wasn't the Met, uh, this was Avon and Somerset Constabulary, I believe, covers Bristol. Yeah, sounds about right, yeah. Um, 
So, you know, look, policing is policing. Um, but the former uh, chief constable uh, from there came out and said, you know, it, it was it was disgraceful. And and if I'm honest, uh, it, it was really, you know, they, they smashed up the place. Um, this went on for hours. When you see in the cold light of day, buildings smashed, um, you know, the, the tarmac on the road is burnt where the burnt police vehicles are just shells and, and stuff like that. Um, when people go out and behave um, like this, it, it affects everybody. And the reason I say that is now that, you know, Avon and Somerset, um, don't, don't think for one minute um, that, you know, they have uh, deep pockets they can go out and replace uh, all the vehicles and all the equipment that might have been um, lost. Um, you know, police vehicles in particular um, cost the same as your average family car. So let's let's pick on a uh, a Volvo estate. Uh, you know, top of the line Volvo estate is going to cost you, you know, thirty five to forty thousand uh, pounds. The police have to pay the same amount of money you and I would do for that vehicle. However, when they get that vehicle, they've then got to spend another ten, fifteen thousand pounds. Uh, maybe £20,000, um, putting the stickers on it, if it's in particular going to be a marked car, the lights, safety equipment, if it's a dog van, um, dog's got to have all of the air conditioning set up, and just so much goes into it. So the price tag um, automatically uh, goes up. They, they do not have uh, a blank check where they can just write and just, oh, well, we had a riot yesterday and our vehicle was damaged, we need a new one. doesn't work like that. Um, so again, Pretty Patel now will be um, sort of knocking on the door of the Chancellor saying, oh, can I have some more money? But if the Chancellor says no, then it means that Avon and Somerset um, police force are short how many vehicles, which then has a knock-on effect on you and I. So when you, uh, for argument's sake, live in a rural part of uh, Bristol, um, you know, 10, 15 miles away from the town and something happened where you live and you call the police... Um, the police may not be able to get to you because their other vehicles are taken up on other calls, just like yours, uh, and the spear vehicles that they once had have been burnt to the ground. So, um, you know, the, the actions of a few thugs, uh, and I say thugs and thuggets, because this was the other thing, um, there were a number uh, of women um, caught on camera um, in some uh, there's one particular lady it's on my my Facebook page I'm not going to say uh, live on air what 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 she was doing but it wasn't very uh, hygienic um, and when you see it on on the Facebook page uh, for the crime lab www.facebook uh, forward slash the crime lab go on there and have a look scroll through the pictures you'll see um, you know, this this lady really um, showed what she thought uh, about uh, the police and the actions uh, that she took uh, live on, on, on camera. Um, not uh, probably her finest moment at all, or anybody's finest moment. Um, but that would, her actions will show you how strongly she feels against uh, the police that would make her come out and do uh, such a thing. Uh, in, in, in a public place and that's what uh, you know 
police officers had to put up with. Um, but, but what I was getting to with that is last week there was such a public outpouring of grief and, you know, oh, the police are heavy-handed. They should have never um, treated those women uh, like that. It was disgraceful. It was all the rest of it. And as I mentioned last week, nobody mentioned that Kate Middleton also broke uh, the law. She did. Because she left wherever she was, uh, where she can walk anywhere she likes, realistically. Um, and she went to uh, an area that had been banned by the same Metropolitan Police officers that protect her and the royal family. So it's a bit of a quagmire. It doesn't make any sense why they banned it, but you know, people were being shepherded away by the police, but Kate Middleton uh, could could uh, turn up. Was it a, a, a smokescreen to deflect uh, from, you know, the Meghan story, which was big just the week before with Prince Harry and Oprah Winfrey? Um, it could have been. But nevertheless, the point that I was getting to without digressing is that um, the general consensus was, or is at that time, that Oh, you know, they were just a bunch of um, innocent women. Um, you know, um, women came together in solidarity because of what had happened to, um, you know, Sarah Everard, and they wanted to remember her name. That was fine, but the media pushed this um, narrative that um, women don't cause uh, any any problems at all. Now, I. Uh, probably stuck my own neck out a bit last week on uh, the other show, um, last week's Tuesday morning show, where I said uh, in my time um, as as a former police officer, um, some of the worst situa situations, sorry, put my teeth back in, um, that I came across were not, um, you know, men built like, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger or Anthony Joshua um, taking lumps out of each other and me with my skinny little uh, five foot whatever I am self um, trying to get involved in that to uphold the law. No, it was uh, predominantly where I was based uh, in London, central London, city of London um, on a Friday and Saturday night. Um, city slickers, um, people who earn uh, you know, more than I could earn in one year in one day. Those were the types of people uh, that were coming through the area that I was policing, which was London Liverpool Street. Um, and they were partaking in a very expensive champagne and all sorts of uh, barbiturates and cocaine and all kinds of things. And on their way home, they've got to come into a train station. Um, that's when, I guess, the reality of, oh, night's over and one is going home, um, that's where problems uh, arise. And some of the worst situations that I dealt with were groups of females of all ages and all colours uh, in, in a drunken uh, state. And that's not to say that all women are drunks. Uh, that's not what I'm saying. Just a section of society that go out on a Friday and Saturday night to enjoy themselves, rightly or wrongly. Um, but you know, I have seen it firsthand. I've seen fellow officers uh, injured. I saw a fellow officer almost uh, lose his eye. His eye was in a, in a very uh, precarious uh, state uh, after being struck in the face um, 
with with a, a, a stiletto heel um, that was wielded by by none other, none other uh, than, than than a woman. So this notion that uh, you know the women weren't pushing and shoving last week uh, for me is is a false one because there is a lady who I believe um, is sort of a I don't know if she's a B-list celebrity, but she, she has some clout about her. She may be a journalist, but she was the lady that was publicly uh, arrested. She's the one that was on the floor with the two male police officers pinning her down. And again, there was uproar. You know, two male officers shouldn't be pinning her down like that. As I've just said, I've been in situations where it's taken four or five burly men to restrain a five foot four uh, lady um, who's adamant on causing harm to somebody else um, and that person had that thought process and nothing was going to stop them apart from sheer brute force. Now this lady last week, um, she was seen several times around the area um, stoking up the crowd. Um, now she wasn't saying, you know, uh, we bleep 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 um, don't like the police. She wasn't saying things like that. What she was saying on a megaphone so she left home with a megaphone. On that megaphone, she was sort of saying, and I'll half quote, the police are asking us to leave. Let's tell the police we're not moving. So that's where she then got arrested after she said that and several things, you know, over the course of the evening, they identified her, singled her out, and they arrested her. And by arresting her, for those actions which many people may have not seen they may have heard her because she was projecting her voice um you know police got hold of her and and uh, arrested her um and i guess under the grounds of inciting uh the crowd to uh to basically defy police orders the police were saying right you've had three or four hours we're now closing this section we'd like you to disperse um, and she was countering the police uh, actions. Now, people are going to say whatever they want to say, and I think it's something that we all need to get uh, on on board with. If you were walking down the street and you you uh, got to your favourite department store and you were just about to walk in and there was a chap standing at the door uh, in his high wire jacket and says, sorry mate, sorry love, you can't go in there, uh, is a gas leak. And you look at him and you can clearly see that he's uh, a gas engineer, looks like he's about to disconnect something to fix the problem. Um, would you just walk past him and go in there? No, you wouldn't, because you would respect the fact that, oh, gas leak, gas leak means danger, gas leak means explosion, and he's there you know, sort of sealing the building up, getting ready to go and do what he's being paid to do. It's no different to a police officer if he or she says, this event is now closed, we'd like you to disperse and clear the area. They have the power to do that. And those powers, once Pretty Patel is finished, are going to get uh, a lot more stringent. So what we've taken for granted now, we best get used to it because we may be losing uh some of that uh, ability. I know they've tried to talk about noise and this and that and all the rest of it, but it was under the guise of COVID, but let's hope that COVID goes away and we can get back to some normality. But this this notion of 
um, you know, women don't cause trouble in, in, in packs, um, for me, um, is foolishness uh, and nonsense of the highest order. Because if you watch the video clips uh, of this weekend down in Bristol, uh, you will see um, that it is, uh, you know, women also are, are equally uh, to blame um, as the men uh, in this particular incident over the weekend. Um, they are getting their hands uh, dirty equally uh, as well as the men. Um, and let's hope that um, the police make some arrests. They, they've come out and said they're going to start an investigation, which I believe they started yesterday morning. Um, so what that will mean now is they will go through every piece of uh, CCTV that they can find, uh, officers' body cams, um, Joe Public, who were walking past to go and get a Domino's pizza, um, who may have you know, filmed something, as we all do, and then upload it on Facebook and so on and so forth. So those people that were covering their faces and doing all sorts of things uh, like that, to, to try to avoid capture um, by this time should know that you know unless you can be certain you were 100% covered over at all times um, there is a strong possibility that you will uh, be identified um, if you were throwing missiles um, you might not think it, it matters but if you pick up a glass bottle and throw it um, it might hit something but it might not necessarily smash um, you know police can recover uh, those types of items and take fingerprints and because it's now a crime scene um, people don't think uh, like that when they go out they just go out and want to cause um, disorder and I believe what will happen um, is is that uh, you know we will get to a stage where if you then go and protest like we've been seeing um, illegally and you don't disperse um, I, I don't think um, it will be a, a, a slap or a smack on, on, on the bum uh, anymore in a 50 quid fine. I think it's going to be pretty hefty, um, you know, financially and, you know, uh, sort of adopt the American system. Uh, if you cannot pay, you will be detained for a length of time in relation to the amount of money that you can't pay until you can pay. So there are you know, a, a lot of things that we, we need to be waking up um, to the fact that could uh, be changing. And, and this is the time because, you know, in essence, um, Prime Minister's talking about opening the country back up uh, slowly. As I've said earlier, the kids have gone back to school. Some people are starting to go back to work. Uh, over in Wales, um, I believe they, they're lifting uh, the lockdown so people can you know, kind of get back to what they were doing a year ago um, and, and try to rebuild uh, uh, their lives. I mean, there's a... You know, that it's just not financial, uh, financially viable for them to uh, con continue. And it, it's sad, really, but there's going to be a number of people that uh, are not going to be able to bounce back, um, which is, is very sad. Uh, it's very sad. So let's hope that when it all, you know, subsides, um, we, we can all uh, get back um, to, together. Um, and that even includes us here at uh, Ipswich Community Radio. Um, 
many of the uh, very talented uh, presenters, uh, in fact they're all talented uh, on, on here, um, managed to do uh, their, their shows uh, from, from uh, home um, and stuff because of the, the COVID um, situations. Um, as time has gone on, it, it has... That's a technical, uh, in technical problem at the moment with uh, ICR, but you know what? I want to say to you, have a fantastic day. Tune in every Tuesday on Town 105.7 ICR FM. You can also get that on Spotify and SoundCloud. So catch up. ICRFM bringing you news and awareness from around the globe. Normally they give um, a project a shout out and um, I want to say shout out to those that are working for the community to change and break this cycle. Thank you for your dedication for change. Ease slightly. Uh, and I, I, I hope uh, the mom and, and Kerry forgive me because I've written down the wrong information but on the Oops. 29th of March, um, there will be a Zoom uh, conversation and topic uh, taking place at 5 o'clock in the afternoon. The information is on uh, my uh, Facebook uh, Crime Lab uh, page, so you can go on there and, and check it out. It will also be on the Mom Project uh, Suicide Awareness Real Talk uh, page. Um, Further to that, with uh, the MON project, um, they're going to be starting, um, uh, if I can call it a segment, uh, where they're asking for your story. So if you've um, been somebody who's suffered um, mental abuse, domestic violence, uh, child abuse uh, as, as, a, as a young person and now um, made it to your, to your uh, you know, adult uh, life, if you have a story that you would like to share and, and make public in the most sensitive way. Contact uh, the MOM project um, and find out more about it. That will also be uh, on my page www.facebook forward slash the crime lab um, and also you can check it out on the uh, MOM project's very own website which is www.momproject.com dot co dot uk all in aid of suicide prevention and whilst you're on the website please don't forget to uh subscribe right looking at the time i have uh five minutes but five minutes normally means uh three minutes so um there were some uh well I'll say some 83 if you remember that story 83 um dogs um stolen uh about two weeks ago and people feared the worst uh, for them. Six people arrested over it but later released on bail. Um, I can report those 83 dogs have been found uh, safe and well. 